Welcome to Beacon Hills Broadcast. I'm Isabel. And I'm Nora. And today we will be talking about Teen Wolf Season 1, Episode 3, Pack Mentality. Scott is shaken when his vivid dream of mauling aboard a school bus turns out to have actually happened. Scott turns to Derek for help, but Derek warns him that his help will not be free. Meanwhile, Scott's long-awaited date with Allison turns into a group date, and Scott gets bowling help from Allison. Just a disclaimer, um, this summary comes from IMDb, but it's not the official IMDb summary. Some Someone named Havan wrote this for us, so if you're like, that's the weirdest summary I've ever heard, yeah, we agree. We wholeheartedly agree. So what was your favorite moment from this episode, Nora? You know, it's honestly hard to pick. Because this episode is so good. Like, how did they go from episode two, which is one of the most boring episodes of television I've ever watched, to this one where I was engaged the entire time? It was a very good episode. My favorite part, though, I might have to say, is the part where Styles comes in through Scott's bedroom window at the end, and it's Styles, Scott, and Melissa. And, like, he's like, do either of you actually play baseball and she's got the bat i thought that was so funny oh i love it what was your favorite part um i kind of liked the part in class when styles and scott are palling around and then that rude teacher is like if that's your idea of whispering da 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 da, i'm i hope i'm gonna separate you separation anxiety because i forgot about that character and he is a problem he is a problem he's annoying However, I will say if I was in that class and I heard my teacher go, I hope the separation anxiety doesn't get too much for you, I'd be holding back a little nose exhale because that's funny. <laughs> like, it is funny. But also, I know, like, remembering me in high school, I would have been the kid with the separation. Like, I would be the one getting split apart. I was a nuisance. Mm-hmm. What's your least favorite part? I know we always ask about favorite, but since this one's so good, what's your least favorite? Least favorite? Not because of, like, the show itself, but, like, the gas station assault, Mm -hmm. question mark, was so weird. It was, we, I feel like it was weirdly slotted in. I I feel like it would have been better almost if it was a sequence on its own and not, like, cross-cutting i am in a film class um (laughs) cross-cutting between the gas station and the bowling hangout date thing yeah i just felt like that was so weird but also in general i really just want to get into chris argent's brain because like in what way are you like i'm gonna go threaten this guy i'm pretty sure is a werewolf so he knows i think he's a werewolf Mm -hmm. and this will have no negative repercussion for me if i was Derek, i would have been like I drove your daughter home from a party last week. Oh my, no, if Derek literally was like, your daughter probably trusts me. How's Allison? Yeah, if he had just said, how's Allison? Did she get her jacket back from the party? I think she left it in my car. Actually, if he had said that, Chris would have killed him immediately. But okay, my problem with that scene I think it honestly like was good, like the tension, like the cleaning yeah. of the car and everything. I did look at the gas price and I did write it down. Uh, <laughs> it was nine gallons for twenty five dollars. That's good. Yeah, um, I did have to do the math to see how much you know, like it was, and like yeah, it was good. I agree. <laughs> I would go to that gas station, but the breaking of the window, I was like, 
That, I didn't like that. I was like, yeah. too much. Also, I get it because, like, Derek was like, you forgot to check the oil. Which, Derek, why'd you say that? If you were going to say anything, why'd you say that? Because I can, you can kind of watch this scene and be like, he was trying not to reveal anything, not mm-hmm. trying not to get angry, give them reasons to believe anything they were saying was affecting them. Then why'd you say that? Also, I think that was... You didn't check the oil. I think that's the stupidest thing to say. He, why did he say, you didn't check my mirrors? Yeah. I you didn't check like, my tires. Tire pressure? Yeah. yeah. My oil. Do you want him to get that little thingy that they stick in there? And you want him to get that from his trunk because he has <laughs> one? I don't know what it's called. I don't know how you check oil. Is that how you do it? It's an oil pressure. Not oil pressure. It's <laughs> it's like it's, it's already in there. So you take it out and you clean it off and you put it back in and it'll... And, like where the oil is tells you how full really? it is. Yes, I've done it before because I'm a girl boss. Women in STEM, I can check my oil. I just learned how to check my tire pressure like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. Anyways, we're. Wait, we're no. Off what topic. if Derek was like, go buy me like some Twizzlers? Yeah. Like, what if he was just like, go in there? Did you know that the big gulp is only seventy nine cents? <laughs> It was just, you know, casually, like, mm-hmm. they've got some really good deals here. <laughs> Two for four on Pringles. Also, Chris Argent says, like, something, he was like, I learned how to be protective from my family, and that's something you don't have much of these days. Yeah. What if Derek wasn't a werewolf, and he just said that to someone whose sister just died? No, I, like, it, it, it was, that was just bold. Yeah. I also, like, I understand having, like, I want to know who those I don't know. I want to know who those other hunters are in relation to the Argents. Like, because they're just always available. Yeah. (laughs) They're always available. And I'm like, why are you listening to Chris? He's got so much pull. And I want to know. Also, speaking of Chris, Lydia's reaction to seeing him was, if I was Allison, I would have murdered her been uncomfortable because also no offense to chris argent i do not believe he's that attractive at this point of the show spoiler spoiler (laughs) it gets better but just like that was so weird also chris argent watching scott and allison make out through a window he's so weird like i may like hear a door close peek out the second i see Anything. I'm Any like close proximity. I gotta yeah. go. Yeah. I gotta go. No, he also I do love the fact that he just completely did not acknowledge Lydia in that moment because it's like how but the he like walks in and he goes, Ugh, forgot to knock. Weird. That yeah. was such a like that was just such a weird entrance. I don't know why he forgot to knock. Yeah. Like it was like I was like, why did they write that? It like it was it felt you know how sometimes when you're watching something and it's like something's written weird or acted weird and then you're like, I'm watching a person play pretend? Yeah. That was my moment when he goes, ah, forgot to knock. I'm like, he's playing pretend right now. Yeah. He's playing dress up. Also, the fact that like Allison didn't say anything, like it was just a weird, it was a weird entrance. I'll yeah. give you that. It was a weird, I just think that scene was weird. I feel like the dynamic between... Allison and Chris, like the a- uh, the actors, Crystal Reed and what's his face. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not there yet. Yeah, it's a bit in- it's a bit off. 
But yeah. you know what? That's okay. This is episode three. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it not They, being like, there just yet. met, like, probably a month ago before yeah. they started filming. The only reason it's really that bad is because the dynamic between Styles and Sheriff Stalinsky is so good. And Scott mm-hmm. and Melissa? Yeah. Like, no, because that one started off a little weird. You have to admit. It did. I think it started weird from the script, but not from their acting. Okay. I think the acting has always been there. I say that. it's We're three episodes in. <laughs> but, like, I think it's been there. I think Allison and her dad, I just don't think it's there yet. But I think, is this the first time we've seen Allison and her dad talk? No, he, she, I mean, maybe talk, talk. Because she got picked up from school. No, because they talked, like, at the game. Like, this is the longest conversation, yeah, I think. Yeah, because they, like, exchanged words when her dad hit Scott with the car. But, like, they were mainly talking to Scott. So, like, I don't know. It was just, I just thought that was, I just thought they felt weird. Yeah. Also, literally, why did Allison do that so, like, flip outside of her house yes. as if Lydia wasn't fully in her room like her dad's gonna notice that she just dis like walk out the front door it's not 9 30 yet yeah she should have like walked Allison to the door and been like bye you know walked Lydia yeah. to the door Allison should have walked Lydia to the door and been like bye Lydia like I'm sending my friend home because of the curfew yeah and then be like <laughs> I'm gonna tuck in early night and then leave. Yeah, that was so weird. Also, she does that masterful flip out like two stories and is like eight years gymnastics. Which mm. eight years of her life? Yeah, I don't buy it. I no. whatever. It's fine. We'll we'll let it be. Okay, also Allison for having a mom who shopped for a boutique. What were the clothing options? <gasps> And the one that Lydia went with, that sequined black top, I was like, okay, Miss Justice. I know. No, but the second shirt Allison suggested, I wrote down, was scarier than the fact that Scott may have committed murder. That second shirt. Was that that, like, weird green one with the flowy sleeves? And it was bedazzled, but also, like, a weird... It reminded me of something my grandma would wear. The bedazzled, too busy shirt. It was all bad. When, When Lydia said... My respect for your taste is dwindling by the moment. I was like, so true. And then I caught a glimpse of what Lydia was wearing, and I was like, girl, they were pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) They were victims of 2011. Yeah. I think, okay, I think what Allison ended up wearing to bowling. It was was, a little close to camo for me. It was, it was, but I'm going to say it was better than what Lydia was wearing because at least Allison's clothes fit her. Oh. Did you see those jeans on Lydia Martin? I've never seen... Like, they were cuffed because they simply had to be. (laughs) They were not cuffed out of fashion. That was was functionality Mm -hmm. because those are the longest pants I've ever seen. Also, Lydia was girl bossing this whole episode. She... And this is, like, the first inkling we get that she's, like, smarter than she, like portrays yeah. herself She's to be. so not good at hiding no, it. That whole, like, cougar mountain lion A cougar thing. is a mountain lion. Is, is it? it? <laughs> okay, girl. No, like, we know. And then, like, she's getting... One, Lydia is weird. She's so she's weird. She's weird. No, but then, like, she's, like, kind of flirting with Scott. She's making Jackson help her bowl, which also, Jackson, you should be embarrassed yeah. by the little amount of help. Yeah. That, okay, but back to that lunch scene with, like, the... A cougar is a mountain lion. Dylan O'Brien's 
acting masterful in that scene. But here's the thing. Why did it keep cutting back to Styles? I don't know, but I liked it. There was no reason for us to get a weird expression on Dylan O'Brien's face every third shot, but I loved every second. You want to know my theory? Hmm. Is that he just did it. (laughs) That it wasn't scripted or directed, but that he just felt like he just wanted to do it. I really pray that's the reason, because it was funny. I mean, I think part of the reason is, I don't know, like we don't for, like we don't forget, you know, that he's like part of the dynamic yeah. in a way. I don't know, but it was, it was iconic. It was so also funny. lunch scene, coin slot, coin slot. Danny, I never would have expected that from you. No, I never would have expected the phrase coin slot. I don't think I've ever really heard the term coin slot before I watched this episode. Maybe I'm sheltered or something. But like the like the it makes me think of did you ever have that app like a thousand years ago where it, you would try to throw stuff into like the plumber and it was like a game <laughs> and you try to toss stuff. It was like coins. Okay, sure. That surely can't. That's what I connected it to. Surely that's not what Danny's talking like, about. We're going to move past it like they did. But what was that? That, you know, it was weird. And then <laughs> Styles being like, am I attractive to gay guys? <laughs> Scott, you did not answer my question. He was like, that was more important to him than yes. anything that had ever yes. happened. Spe- okay, I have something I want to bring up. And it has to do with Styles. We've been chatting about him okay. a bit. So you know how last episode he was like, Scott, I swear to God, don't you dare play lacrosse. Don't you dare play lacrosse mm-hmm. or go out with Allison because you could kill someone. And then this episode, Scott wakes up and he goes, Styles, there's a high chance I might have killed someone. And Styles is like, well, don't stop living. Okay, no. In Styles Stalinsky's defense, when your friend thinks they've committed murder... You gotta comfort them. You gotta be like, probably not, bestie. Like, you know, like, accidentally. Mm-hmm. Accidentally. And, because, honestly, Styles was like, we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Which is true. And, like, the whole, like, dreams are not memories. Yeah. You know? Like, he was trying to make him feel better. And also, you, later, we do get a little peek that he was worried. Because he was like, it means you won't kill me. Yeah, like, that's true. But I just, it felt like just such a shift yeah, from, like, last episode. Because, like, and the thing is... I don't even I don't think at the end of last episode they did anything to show that Styles had changed his mind. No. And like at one point he even was like, You can't cancel your whole life. And yeah. I was like, You just told him to last week. Literally. Yeah. He did. Yeah, that was that was something I noticed. I was like, it was a total one eighty and I would have accepted it if at the end of last episode Styles was like Hey, never thought you could pull that one off, but you did. Like, he doesn't even say anything like that. Okay, also, so Scott's investigating, trying to figure out if he actually committed murder. Like, spoiler alert, not if you watch the episode, but he didn't. Scott did not murder. But they go to the bus. Would have been crazy if he did, though. (laughs) Yeah, it would have been crazy. That would have been wild. But, um... They're, like, Styles and Scott are, like, on the mm-hmm. case. And then they do that whole, like, Batman and Robin yeah. banter, which is so funny because Dylan O'Brien is rumored to have been cast as Nightwing. Really? Or, yeah, Dick Grayson, 
who is like a Robin-esque character. Did you write that down? Yeah, because I wanted to make sure I could, I, I, because I, it, it hit my brain, and I was like, I need to have the exact references. Your intertextuality work is amazing. But also, like, I definitely saw a TikTok edit about that. Like, it was like, oh, he joked that he was Robin, uh, and now he is. Yeah. Maybe. Rumored. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I, no, that, the opening, like, sequence of this episode it's, like, I'll say it, I kind I really liked it. It was, okay, here's the thing. You know it's a dream when Scott is smooth yeah. with anything he's doing. You're right. But, like, I, like the, with Al, like, the, the camera work and the attack of Allison, like, that was, like, intense. Yeah, my only critique is at one point, this is, like, kind of early on when he starts attacking her. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, dragging her through the bus and she's, like, grabbing on to, like, the mm-hmm. benches. All of a sudden, she turns around, and her face is, like, covered in, like, dirt and bruises. And I'm like, where did all this dirt and bruise happen? Like, she did get bloodied real fast. Yeah. I will say that. But, like, the part where she's, like, trying to stick her hand out of the door. Yes. Like, terrifying. No. Also, you know, like, he started becoming a werewolf because he was, like, I guess getting too into whatever yeah. was happening. It reminded me of the Hulk. Because, you know, like, Bruce Banner was like, I can't do anything, but it's all become the Hulk. Did he really say that? I'm pretty sure. I believe it. Age of Ultron? I don't remember much of that one. I, I'm pretty sure that's where it happens. Okay. It's him and Black Widow. Anyhow. Oh, it's that part yeah. where she's like, I am i can't have children, therefore I'm a monster. And I'm like, okay, calm it down, girly. Yeah. <laughs> calm it down. Um, speaking of terrifying things, we meet Deaton, the owner of the pet hospital. That sequence was so terrifying. Oh my god. No, because all of a sudden you're like, okay, cool, Deaton's the boss, and then Stolinsky comes in with a little puppy, and you're yeah. like, oh, get the stitches out. And then Deaton's like, a wolf would have gone for the throat or the spinal cord. Like, out of nowhere. Also, like... Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not an expert, but you see those? Those <laughs> yeah. are claw marks. You see this? And he's like, he's like, they have a long-term memory. Um... As I established uh, my personal lore in episode one, I'm not in veterinarian school. (laughs) But do you learn about wolves like that? Because if you're like, like, I I would understand basics if you're working with dogs, you know, ancestors Mm -hmm. or whatever. Not ancestors, (laughs) descendants, I guess. But like, I I feel like you wouldn't learn about like the long-term memory and the... Going for the throat and spinal cord. Also, you know how this scene really would have played out? Oh, Deaton, can you look at these pictures? Uh, excuse me, Scott, can you give us the room? Because this is official police business. Yes! yes. <laughs> They're letting this 15-year-old who's... The reason they let him stay is because he threw out that one fact about wolves, and they're like, genius. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're right, but they are migratory. Yeah. Gotcha there. Gotcha no, there. No, but also, like, Sheriff Stolinski cannot be mad at Styles for knowing too much when he's allowed this buffoonery <gasps> yes. right in front of Scott's face. Yes. Like, Also, can I just say, unrealistic the fact that Scott showed up two minutes late, and Deaton was like, that's okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, not where I've worked. <laughs> not where I've worked. And he he showed up and left his bike just out. No bike lock. He knew Stolinski was coming in that day. He knew. <laughs> sure, Stolinski comes every single day to sit by Scott's bike because there's nothing else to do in Beacon Hills. He's like, I'm not animal control. And that's all that's happening, so. Yeah. I'm free. Uh um, okay, going back to this date, uh, Lydia and Jackson, the double date from hell. Yes. Surely. 
they're evil not in this nice. like i think like obviously we know lydia's like the popular queen bee girl mm-hmm. but i don't think she's ever been like mean. mean you know she was like weird with scott last episode of like i don't date the loser like mm-hmm. and like that one i'm not calling that mean it's just like weird yeah but like this like she was so mean it made me mad and we already knew Jax was mean and then she was mean and then immediately was like flirting with scott once he got like two strikes six strikes i mean in a row in a (laughs) row and i was like right i was like allison how are you still friends with her because sorry if i was dating someone and my supposed new best friend starts flirting right in front of me who also has a boyfriend so it's like yes keep to yourself okay also though Jackson having a little laugh, a little moment about like, oh, do you need the kitty bumpers? I need the kitty bumpers. I always use the bumpers. It is more fun when there is no risk involved. It's. Have you ever done it where you throw them as hard as you yeah. can against the bumpers and then you go like, that's fun. That's more fun that's than normal more, bowling. More fun than normal bowling. I totally agree with you. No, that, like, I was getting stressed out that date. Like, can I just say, I think one of the most embarrassing things in life is standing <laughs> right when you're about to bowl. Because everyone's looking at the back of you, which is honestly, like, one of the worst things ever in my mind. And then you're, like, performing. <laughs> you're performing mm-hmm. bowling. Like, the thought of that makes me ill. Like, no wonder Scott was having such a hard time because not only is he trying to impress Allison, he's trying not to get ridiculed, and then also he's bullying. And then so, to turn around his poor performance, Allison's like, I know what will get him to be a good bowler. Hey, Scott, picture me naked. What? Insane. That, like, that's, 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 that is chaotic behavior. That is crazy. Terrifying. Also, I love how that's supposed to, like, calm him and clear his mind. How does that not send his wolfiness into overdrive? It did, because then we got wolf vision. We did. We I got, hate wolf vision. I don't like wolf vision. I but, like, it. literally, it wolfed him out a bit. It wolfed him out. How is that? Like, how did he control that enough, that wolf vision enough? All he's talking about is, I have no control, I'm going to hurt someone. However, the wolf in him is like, but bowling? We don't play around with bowling. He's like, I better win. Werewolves love bowling. Mm -hmm. I would know. I've asked one. Also, okay, Lydia says the most (gasps) ridiculous thing. Like, I... I literally... When... when, So, when Allison tells Lydia, you don't have to suck just for his benefit. And Lydia goes... I wrote the exact quote down. Yes. I do plenty of sucking just for his benefit. What an odd statement to make. How... That... I... How did no one react to it is my question. How did Jackson not hear that? (laughs) Because, like, I feel like, I don't, I feel like Jackson would have a reaction. Frankly, I don't know what it would be. (laughs) But, and Scott would have a reaction. Scott, I think, would have to leave. If I was Allison, I would have a reaction. I would be like, what kind of, I was like. If I was Allison, I would tell my, my bestie beloved, keep some things to yourself. (sighs) We've known each other for a month. Also, I would be like, Lydia, run a brush through your curls. That yeah. would be preferred. Yeah, even just her fingies would yeah. work. Just spread. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um, um, 
Also, Allison and Scott, I was thinking about this this episode. Okay. They would have the most interesting children bone structure-wise. Talking about because it's jaw? No, but also her face is so, like, angular. Like, they're both very attractive. This is not a slam <laughs> on them. But I was thinking about it. I was like, the faces on those kids would be interesting. I agree. Like, there's just so much that could happen, you know? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong about that. Uh, this is this is kind of going just to, like, Scott's character and everything. I do love how, like, we're only on episode three, and Scott's character is so, like, firm. Like, yeah. you know, it's so developed of, like, you know, his, like, concern for, like, hurting people. Like, that has been his concern for, like, you know the three episodes is yeah. like not wanting anyone to get hurt but see Derek did have an interesting thing to kind of throw in Scott's face when he was like you're not worried if you hurt him you're yeah. worried about if you will hurt her mm -hmm. and you know valid valid but also you know what maybe this is something I shouldn't say I would worry about hurting someone I knew more than hurting someone I didn't know you know I've never thought about that <laughs> I don't know I don't like, know I mean I get it yeah, I will. I'm. I wouldn't yeah. enjoy hurting anyone. Yeah, because it it is like hurting someone you know. It's not even like physical. It's like the emotional aspect of like you're not just hurting someone, but there's the emotional act of betrayal part mm -hmm. part of it as well. So I get that. But that whole interaction with Derek and Scott, if Derek is so, like, if he if he is so innocent, yeah, and he is. And, he, you know, he, does he even want Scott to know he's innocent? I think he just wants to hurt Scott. Okay, but Derek is finally giving some information this yes. episode. He's finally he's like, I didn't bite you, which that should have been the first thing you said. Why did you not immediately yes. tell Scott, I did not bite you? And then why didn't he, like, he, Scott was like, I'm going to tell everyone that, like, it was you on the bus. You know what Derek could have said then? Hmm. There's someone else. Yeah. Why did they fight? But Derek was they... like, I'm going to come out swinging. Yeah. I'm going to throw him down the stairs. Because, like, Scott was, like, angry. And Derek could have, like... Also, Scott was so sweaty. He was so sweaty. He was so, he was so sweaty. sweaty. He ran there. Yeah. And not in wolf form. No. That was pure human sweat. No, because, like, Scott is like, I'm going to tell everybody. Because Scott legitimately thinks... Derek, you know, hurt the bus driver, which he has good reason to think because as far as he knows, it's him and Derek, and that's it. Yeah. So he's like, well, if it wasn't me, it had to be one of us. And so, you know, he's got reason. And Derek has this little tidbit of info that could really open Scott's world. And instead, he goes, I'm going to push him down the stairs. I'm going to push him down the stairs. I'm going to push him the down the stairs. stairs. And then once I've beaten the crap out of this 15-year-old, <laughs> then I will share information he probably wants to know. Yeah, but it, it to be fair, it was a cool fight sequence, you know? And then at one point, like, when Scott, like, kind of wolfs out, but Derek's still human and he, like, throws him through the wall, Derek's oh, like, yeah. that, that was cute. cute. <laughs> and then he turns into the most ugly, ugly creature ugly I've wolf. seen. Scared, terrifying. Because, like, Scott as a wolf, like, I don't love it, but it's, like... Why did Derek... Like, he had he, hairless, hairless face. His like, whole face changed. That's a new head. <laughs> he got a new head on his body. I swear. It's terrifying. I swear. Um, 
I feel like because there's so many good things in this episode, it's hard to, like, you know, talk about because Mm -hmm. I just, like, I genuinely really liked it all. Yeah. I will say we get some, like, new expansion of lore with, like, the, he, the, this other, the one who Mm -hmm. bit you, Scott, which I should have told you right away, (laughs) um, and the one who killed the guy on the bus, like, he's an alpha and we're betas, you Mm -hmm. know? But then they then he went on this thing where like alphas are more animal, which I don't think is really brought up again. Yeah, you know. And then yeah, and then he does tell Scott that he's part of that alpha's pack, which I'm sure Scott's glad to know because he's just been floundering around, mm-hmm. um, especially since Derek's like, "I'll help you, but it won't be for free." But I'm not going to tell you what it costs. Yeah, yet. Yeah, that's weird. Weird. Also, the end shot of that like weird cartoon glowing red <laughs> eyes in the woods like this whole episode was good and but that was like i was like on the nose <laughs> like that i was like Ugh. i, I would have preferred just like a howl sound effect if they're gonna really like if cheese they're gonna it, cheese you know? it yeah mm-hmm. i did one there like just one thing overall about this episode i think it really did well of balancing the teen and the wolf. It it was a perfect balance of right? teen and wolf. Because we had the fun teen high school and the fun date, you know, aspect. Mm-hmm. But then we had, like, a good amount of wolf. And unlike last episode, this one moved the plot along and we learned a lot of new info. Yeah. Okay, so... I... Is there is there anything that you, like, I, we haven't talked about that you want to? I want to pose you a question. Oh, how is Derek living in this condemned house? I don't know. Like, is because he can't cook. He can't There's shower. There's no running water. Where's he sleeping? He's got a chamber pot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet he just is like, I guess I'll just werewolf it. Like, he's going to his animal instincts. Yeah, also, I guess like, he's hunting in those woods. Get a hotel room. Right? Is there no one, no family friend he could call in a favor? Yeah, Derek was, like, actually happy that he got arrested so he could have somewhere yeah. to sleep. Yeah, uh, a complete roof over his head. Yeah. No holes. Mm-hmm. Just, I was thinking about that because I was like, Scott's always, like, going there yeah. and everyone's going there. Derek, why are you living there? Also, like... What if that's, like, just his office space and he actually does have a hotel room that he won't let anyone know about? <laughs> He's like, this in business hours, find yes. me at my old abandoned burnt-down mansion. He's like, I have to keep the aesthetic. This holiday inn does not fit in with my black <laughs> jeans, my black leather jacket, you know. And, like, me making a police dog go rabid yeah. while staring through a window. Can I say something? Maybe this is mean. Okay. But the actor's face is so odd to me. Oh? It's so, like, he looks so smooth. Like, too smooth. (laughs) He looks doll-like. He's a Barbie. I don't, you know what? I don't see it, but Uh, I, like. I do. (laughs) His face is weird. Um, just in general, though, like, Derek, what are you eating? Like, is he just kind of, like, wolfing it? I mean. Does he curl up? Does he get takeout? But he under a different name. Yeah. It's, he's like Bob Smith, but they're delivering to like the it's, broken down mansion. Herrick Dale. <laughs> Not Herrick Dale. Herrick Dale. But he just goes by Dale because it sounds like a name. Yeah. Also, like process things, how you want to process process them. I don't think if I was going back to my hometown, I would want to stay in the site where like all my family yeah. died. Yeah. 
that's I, he needs a, I, he needs a therapist because there's got to be maybe yeah. maybe pushing Scott down the stairs was his trauma response. No, he needs and we to, can't be mad at him for it. And maybe he's like, that's how people will find me if they need to. They'll know to go to the Hill House. Like just tape a forwarding address. Yeah, on the door. Yeah, yeah. Put put like a personal ad in the newspaper yeah. and be like, no longer at the burned down house in the middle of the woods. In the, yeah, there's no driveway. How are all these people getting their cars there? Have you ever noticed there's not actually a clear path? There's not a clear it's path. Just it's just surrounded by trees. trees. How are those cars getting there? It's like that scene in Shang-Chi with like the changing <gasps> trees. Like <laughs> the trees shift for the car. Oh yeah, it's like the Hale House like maze. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Really oh, funny. also, closing line of this, uh, not thinking about those red eyes, but just the, you're the one that he wants. It took everything in me not to live my little greaser life. Oh, jeez. I, I didn't even think like, about that. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> I, 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 you gotta. Okay, Sandy vibes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Would okay. you be Sandy or Danny? Um, I don't, of, like, if we were both. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we're either. No. I kind of don't like either of them. I'm, like... Frenchy? No, I'm not. Are you Scott or Styles? Oh. Don't call me Scott. <laughs> Scott is a nice boy. He's I'm a nice boy. You know what? We can decide that at the end okay. of the podcast. You know what? That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but no. A segment that we haven't done yet, which I think this episode provides for us. Okay. Milfy moments. Milfy moments. Melissa McCall with that yes. bat. With that bat. With that bat. Ready to, which also I would assume that it was Scott sneaking back into his room, but I, I admire her willingness. Yeah, she's just... like, I'll hit my own son. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. No, I. Her moments were amazing. Like I don't even know what to say about her because I love her so much. No, and like when Scott brought her dinner and she's like, "Oh, you're so nice. You're so cool. You're also very sneaky. You're not getting the car." Yeah, like, she's like my beautiful, artistic, lovely, talented, conniving con artist son. Yeah. So true. I love her. And Scott was like, "Love you too." Love like, you too. Uh, mm. Um. So Isabel. Yeah. Thoughts on Scott. Thoughts on Scott. He really is going through it. He does seem a little bit better adapted. Maybe because the one person who can kind of help him, other than, like, Styles, mm-hmm. is actually trying to help him mm-hmm. after throwing him down the stairs, of course. But still, he's getting some information. Um, he also has a little bit more control this yeah. episode. Because while he did absolutely demolish Jackson's locker, hilarious. That was funny. And then there's a like, little, like, turn away, like, whoo, did I do that? Also, how did no one react to that? I know. Um, okay, I would love to know what the students think when he's, like, grunting, like, <laughs> in the halls. I would be terrified. I would straight up know an exit strategy. The second I heard Scott McCall's kind of grunting, I, I would be like, I'm, I'm not no, dying for this. Because even before that, he's, like, panting through the halls. Also, he looks like he's about to collapse. Like, he, yes. it's a whole physical change. No. I, like, I would be like, hey, are you okay? And then he'd, like, claw me. He'd, he'd go, go for the throw <laughs> in his spinal cord. Which, that really, I was like, okay, Deaton, go I for think, it. I think if I saw him, like, in that position against the locker, I'd be like, I, I would try to say, are you okay? And then I'd hear him go like, <laughs> and I would walk the other way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not getting in the middle of I'd that. I'd be like, I think a guidance counselor should be the one to approach yeah. that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my thoughts 
on Scott this episode. Uh, he's just such a cutie in this episode with Allison when he like thought he killed her and then she he sees her and he just goes I'm just happy to see you like I love those little lines where it's like obviously like you know you like last episode I think it was he was like I'm never too busy for you mm-hmm. and it's like obviously like he just is trying to cover but it ends up saying something really sweet I like that puppy love puppy love that's funny because he's a wolf I know I did it intentionally okay Isabel, um, who's your favorite character this episode? This is hard because I feel like there are a lot of highlights. So many people shined. I know. <laughs> Don't. So many people shined. What would you do if I said Jackson or something? I'm not I going to. I would end the podcast. I think. Leave everyone on a cliffhanger. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. I... I I decided mine. If you pick mine, I'm gonna be mad about it. I don't want to. Okay, twin. well then you go first. Okay, uh, Melissa McCall. Oh, <laughs> is my favorite this episode um, because you know she's not in it a lot, but she she is another one who came to work that day and she got that paycheck. Every cent of it was earned. I love her for it. See, I'm trying to remove myself from like. This is a rewatch, and I already yeah. have a character who I really enjoy, but that doesn't mean that they're my favorite character every episode. I'm trying to resist saying Styles' name, but it was the face acting. Yeah. It was his little, like, I'm your best friend here till the end of the line kind of vibe. <laughs> Sorry, I did not mean for that to become. What is it with you and superhero stuff today? Uh, it's on, on my the mind. mind. <laughs> but um, I think... I think I'm actually, you know what? I'm changing my mind completely. I'm going Allison. Oh, you know, I was going to pick her until I remembered the end of the episode when Styles comes in the window, and that's what got me to Melissa. But I'd love to hear about Allison. Okay, so. Because this is shocking. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Allison stan in no. general. Sorry, I just like clapped four times. But um, <laughs> I think what really did it for me is when he, when Scott's like, I'm really sorry, I'm doing so bad at bubbling, which like, calm down, you know? Yeah. But Allison's like, oh, I don't care, but I wouldn't mind shutting them up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, she gets that they're kind of bratty, like Lydia and uh, Jackson. And then also just, like, she's very, I, she did kind of come on a little strong, I think. But, yeah. like, she she's cool, you know? And yeah. she, like, their little moment outside the door where she's like, I don't like group dates. We should hang out one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it was just a sweet moment. And I'll yeah. give it to Allison because I, like, couldn't decide. And you know what? This was a good episode for her. Yeah. I, Not fashion-wise. No. But. No. I, yeah, I really did like Allison this episode because, like, although she knows that, like, Lydia and Jax, like, she does know that they're awful, but she does still hang out with them. She's been there for a month. Yeah. Like, how, like, you know, once you, I feel like when you come to a new school and you have, like, one or two people that you meet and you're kind of friends with off the bat, like, it's hard to, like, give up that to try to make more friends. Plus, Lydia is the most popular girl in school. Yeah, it's an attractive option, you know? And just, like, she does have someone like Scott who's, like, a little bit more, like, not that Lydia isn't genuine, but who Mm -hmm. is, like, that kind, reassuring, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'll give it to Allison. She was pretty cool this episode. I'm glad. I like Allison. Yeah. I've always liked Allison more than you. Mm -hmm. Not, like, like, not to be like, I always liked her more, but, like, I did. I really like Allison. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Do you have any parting words for us, Isabel? Uh, I, in general, pack mentality, good title. Yeah. 
fitting for this episode, but also in general. I like the title. Mm-hmm. This episode, to me, you like you watch the pilot and you watch this episode and you're just like, yeah. Like, episode two is a little bit of a dud, mm-hmm. but I feel like this episode connected to the pilot, just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that uh, concludes episode three of Beacon Hills Broadcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode four, um, but... Until then, have a good day.